Have you ever wanted to dive deeper into scripture? If so, you're in luck, because every day there's a new scripture reflection from the thoughtful staff at America Media, thinking through big questions together, like, what do Catholics believe about guardian angels? And what can Gen Zers take away from the Gospels? If you're already a subscriber, you can access these reflections in your email inbox or on our website. If you'd like to become a digital subscriber, it's easy to do. Just visit americamagazine.org slash subscribe, and you'll have full access to America's Scripture Reflections. Oh, Ashley, how's your, uh, how's your Lent going so far? Um, well, besides getting COVID... <laughs> You can probably hear in my voice. No, gosh. Um, you know, I feel like I'm already kind of regretting my choice of doing the standard sweets. I do it every year. It's not that hard for me. I could have stepped it too. up. Yeah, right, a little, a little boring. boring. Not um, too creative. What about yeah, you? I, I feel similarly. I'm feeling kind of, I, I think I need some new penances. I, it's only been a few days, but as we heard on Ash Wednesday, like now is an acceptable time. Even now, says the Lord. So a couple days in, I think we're going to switch it up. And I think we're in luck because we have some ideas from some friends of ours. Hey, Ashley and Zach from Jesuitical. This is your favorite Jewish podcast, Unorthodox. I'm Mark Oppenheimer, joined as ever by my co-hosts. It's me, Stephanie Butnick. And Shalom. It's Liel. And we are here from Tablet Magazine's podcast, Unorthodox, the podcast of the Jews, to tell you what to give up for Lent. We don't roll quite like that. We give stuff up for a day at a time, but you know, 40 days and nights, that's some serious, that's some serious self-abnegation. That's some serious denial. And we're happy to help. So I want to start with Liel Leibovitz. Liel, what should Ashley and Zach give up? This year, I'm escalating. I'm taking things further. You know, last time I've had them give up convenience, but this year <laughs> I'm, I'm going all in. Listen, this is a hard one because you guys are in the podcasting business that requires you to pay attention to the world outside. And the world outside, Lord knows, is giving us a lot to care about, to worry about, to be sort of really invested in these days. But for Lent this year, I would like you to give up news. I would like you to go one Lenten period. Is that how you say it, Mark? One one Lentissimo. <laughs> one Lentuche. One, one Lente Latte. <laughs> I would like you to go without news, without reading, without listening, without watching the news. I would like you to take the time that you would spend worrying about what goes on in Kiev and in Washington, D.C. and in other corners of the world that, yeah, mean a lot, but really that we don't control or command or influence. And I would like you to take that time and that energy and invest it in you and invest it in your own hearts and in your own souls and in making the sorts of improvements that you do control and that you can make for your own self. Stephanie Butnick, that's some serious stuff going on right there. What can you do for Zach and Ashley to, to top that or, or even just equal okay, it? Okay, that is crazy. I have a workplace commandment. That's what we do. We command you to give things up for Lent. No bad-mouthing coworkers or work-related things. Like, I can picture you guys, like, something came out in the magazine. Like, I, I know you guys are good people. You probably don't gossip maybe so much. But, like, you know, everyone likes to sort of, like, trash talk a work colleague every now and then. So you have to keep your, I guess you could gossip about anything else, but no workplace-related gossip or bad-mouthing. I think it's going to be hard. That is really hardcore. <laughs> and I'm going to try to outdo you both. I want them to give up their smartphones for a month. 
I say that knowing that each of them may have a romantic partner or a parent or a close friend who needs to be in contact with them. And it may be too much to ask. So I guess I'll just trust them to find the most difficult version of this that they can possibly stomach. Maybe it involves giving up the smartphones from you know 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., maybe giving up the smartphones except on long drives away from home. But I really want them to think about the fact, you know, they're youngins, but Leo, you and I grew up in a time when, um, you know, if you got in the car for a five-hour drive, you were unreachable. And uh, guess what? Life went on. And I want them to really um, experiment with what life and, and existence look like and feel like when you are not tethered to your cyborg brain and the internet and the phones and the texts. So get rid of those smartphones. So you two are trying to make them lose their jobs. I'm trying to actually get them to keep their jobs and be like a little more positive in the workplace. I will say there are, you know, a lot of, a lot of Talmudic loopholes here. Can they use their Apple watches? Sounds like yes. Can they use their Google Glass? Sounds like definitely. If the screen is smaller than, you know, an inch and a half, then yes, you may you may keep that screen. Zach and Ashley, you are two of our favorite Catholics, or as we call them, uh, post-Jews, or sometimes pre-Jews. And we, uh, we we wish you the best for this Lenten season. We hope we hope it's a season of renewal and and joy and peace. Uh, look, we're not asking you to give up uh, booze, weed, or chocolate. So party on. Wow. Okay. That was such a big mistake on our part to ask yeah, that Yeah, that for. escalated a lot from previous years. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, like, we weren't asking for super, I mean, I know, like, we're coming out of the pandemic and we kind of took it easy on ourselves the past couple yeah. of years, but I don't think I'm ready to jump in this hard yet. Also- Also, we would literally lose our jobs if we yes. did at least two of those. <laughs> I, I know. Thank you, Stephanie, for at least, like, having some sense that we need to be attached to the real world during these 40 days. But I think they are good in spirit. So I think we can be a little Jesuitical about some of these rules. And let's start with Liel's. So, yes. So he told uh, us to give up the news, all of the news, <laughs> which, you know, it's kind of my job to look at the news cycle each day and see how we're going to give our smart Catholic take on it. So that's kind of a non-starter as, as written in, in his commandment, but maybe we can take something from the spirit of it. Yes. So I don't know about you. What, what what did you think? Because you're right. I mean, that's literally a segment on the show is the Catholic News of the Week. So what are you thinking? Because I get what he's saying, because there is a tendency to doom school, particularly right now, over things that we, we don't have that much influence over. No, totally. And I will say, and this goes to both Liel and Mark's commandments, I will literally fall asleep like listening to a news podcast, which probably is not the healthiest spiritual practice no, definitely ever, not. and especially not during Lent. So I definitely could take a step back from the news cycle, or at least try to contain it a bit more to my nine to five work life. What I'm trying to do is I turned off my New York Times push notifications. Mm. Um and I'm going to try to limit my like Twitter scrolling quite a bit. But otherwise, you know, I think there was something, some wisdom to a previous generation where you would just like get the, the paper in the morning and then there wasn't news again. And unless you watch the evening news. And so you had like legitimate breaks from things. So I'm going to try to just like in the morning and maybe when I go to bed, that's when I'll read things and, and, and catch up on what's happening that day. Yeah. And Liel also mentioned this as an opportunity to kind of, you know, look inward and, you know, 
think about like what are the parts of my own life that I want to invest in, that I want to improve on, that I'm just like am genuinely curious about and want to learn about, which is definitely something I have felt, you know, basically since college that I've been so news cycle driven that my like personal passions and like reading English literature have kind of fallen by the wayside. So maybe you know, in the evenings, instead of reading New York Times op-eds, I will I will get back to some fiction. I was thinking about that too, actually. Like, I want to expand my, like, imagination, and maybe this is because I was just in Harry Potter world, but I think I'm going to go back and revisit some of the things that were just, like, pure pleasure reading. I'm going to do that. All right, now on to Stephanie's. This was pretty straightforward. We don't really have any wiggle room out of this. Yeah, don't, don't no gossip about coworkers. All right, so... Uh, I think we got to hold each other to that one. We do, because Slack makes it so easy to do it. (laughs) Yep, and there are many ways to do it. All right, so we are going to not complain about uh, people or processes. uh, The processes one is going to be extra hard. Yes. Because sometimes things just there doesn't need to be a meeting. You're, you're doing it. You're doing it right I'm now. Stop, <laughs> stop. 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 Sorry. We, done. People didn't need examples. Everyone has things they don't like about their workplace. <laughs> okay. So that one, we know we've got to work on some. All right. And now on to the smartphone one, because this one is also very difficult and is going to re- require some Jesuitical interpreting, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't even know where I would start. Like, I, I don't know how to like get a new flip phone or how I would put up a plan or how I'd pay for it. So it's just like, I'm keeping my phone. <laughs> yeah, keeping my phone. And then I've got, yeah, as you know, Mark mentioned, I I don't think my wife would be too psyched about this idea of just getting rid of my, even though I'm yeah, a pretty right? bad texter. Yeah. I have some things that I've done that I think have already made an immediate difference. There are settings now on the iPhones that you can like batch your notifications so that it will basically save all of them up and you can like get scheduled releases of them. So I've got like, a nine, a noon, a 5 p.m., like where it holds all the notifications until then. So I'm definitely like picking it up less. Okay, you have to teach me how to do that because I am not savvy enough. (laughs) I will Google that for you, sure. (laughs) The other thing I've done is I've turned off all the red bubbles, the notification okay, bubbles. Okay, you're going to have to teach me. <laughs> I will also Google that for you because, I, I don't know, just knowing that there are texts to respond to, emails to respond to, notifications that someone going is going live on TikTok that I don't care about. These are the things that just like make me look at my phone and give me some anxiety that I am trying to strip away in an effort to simplify my relationship to my smartphone. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. That sounds good. Once you teach me how to do those, I'll do those. What I've done is just kind of deleted the non-essential apps from my phone. So no social media apps on the phone, no news apps on the phone. But I, I'm not ready to get rid of like Google Maps. I was going to or... say Google Maps would be the hard, <laughs> like that would be expert mode. But there weren't, yeah. there didn't used to be Google Maps. So in theory, we should be able to, to do this. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a long 40 days. It might require us but to- But hopefully a spiritually fruitful one. Yeah, hopefully. I'll, I'll let you know at the end. <laughs> might require having a drink or two uh, between now and Easter for sure. Which thankfully, Mark, Stephanie, and Liel said we can still do. They did yeah, not take away booze God. or sweets or, or weed, food. I believe, was what they said. <laughs> so it's not going to be that bad. So listeners, if you're feeling so inclined, wh- why don't you join us in these three things? If you are feeling bad because you- swore you were going to come up with something on Ash Wednesday. You never did. It's you know now first Sunday of Lent. Just do these three things with us. Let us know uh, how it's going because we're going to need some companionship, I think, as these times go along. Yeah. And and Mark, Liel, and Stephanie, I'm not going to say thank you because <laughs> 
that's not, I'm not feeling gratitude right now, but we do love you. We appreciate you. And if people listening to this don't listen to Unorthodox yet, go do so. Have you ever wanted to dive deeper into scripture? If so, you're in luck, because every day there's a new scripture reflection from the thoughtful staff at America Media, thinking through big questions together, like, what do Catholics believe about guardian angels? And what can Gen Zers take away from the Gospels? If you're already a subscriber, you can access these reflections in your email inbox or on our website. If you'd like to become a digital subscriber, it's easy to do. Just visit americamagazine.org slash subscribe, and you'll have full access to America's scripture reflections.